at this point, like, I will go out of my way to tell people to stay the fuck away. Drama for your podcast. <laughs> That's going to be the title. Here's some drama for your podcast. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I figured you would appreciate the shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Where do you find these shirts, bro? Uh, Erica. Erica bought me, uh, like, five Balkan shirts uh, from for the holidays last year. So Very I had cool. this. I had the, the Ivar shirt. I had the Bosnian, uh, the Bosnian uh, crest. And then she got me one that says uh, "Save Water, Drink Pivo," but <laughs> it, but it was she realized after she ordered it that it was the Polish spelling. I was like, same thing, uh, same thing. It's close enough. <laughs> I'm like, the message is similar. The message is culturally yeah. similar. <laughs> All right, let me let me kick this thing off. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Panels on Pages. My name is Dalibor Borzujevich. I am joined by Hamza Pechenkovich. Uh, we are this is this is Balkan Cast preview here for you guys, <laughs> but this is the second okay. round. And uh, today we're going to talk about his new campaign, The Crystal Compass, and whatever else comes to mind. I like that shirt. I like that shirt, man. That's nice. It's clean. I would, I would want one. I would want like a polo with the the ship on the on the pocket. <laughs> Just like the ship, the ship could be the logo. <laughs> Polos are get. That's getting. That's we're getting ahead of ourselves with polo. Not necessarily pocket. a polo, but like a t-shirt with a pocket, <laughs> like my, a pocket tee. My, uh, I think I, I posted this on my Facebook. And my mom saw it, and she was like. Can we get a hoodie? And I was like, I just made one. Is this for me? <laughs> like, there's no. Set, hey man, set up a Teespring. They can get whatever they want. <laughs> let the let. The, I, I've been telling this to, to creators for for weeks now. Like, let me as a consumer decide how much money I want to spend with you. <laughs> I mean, that's a good yeah. The problem is, is all that stuff costs money. So. <laughs> well, I mean, Teespring, no. Teespring, there's no upfront cost. They just take a cut off sales. Yeah, that's what I have set up for this. Not Teespring, it's something similar through Squarespace, but um, okay. it's not live yet because I don't, it, this is like the sample shirt that they sent me, but um, like once the campaign is over uh, and we see how many add-ons, because I think I've had two maybe of like shirt orders okay. on the add-ons, I think. Um, we'll, we'll open it up like for real and then you can just pick whatever garment you want. You can slap whatever, you know, or maybe I might might make a shirt one for you, like or a chip one. Sorry. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Just make sure you're inclusive. I need I need a six X or a five XLT. <laughs> that's that's large. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I'm a large man. I'm a very it's large man. Right. <laughs> Put that in the notes right now. <laughs> well, like I said, as the Balkan cast preview, I've got the Rakia right here, ready to go. But I'd already poured myself some uh, oh. that that coffee whiskey that I was showing you. It's so delicious, dude! Like it is genuinely so delicious. The first time I tried it, I was like, "Am I like am I like misreading this? Is this more than just coffee and whiskey? Like I'm I'm confused because like it doesn't really taste like hard whiskey because like I like whiskey, but it's never like that sweet. Mm. And it's if it's just coffee with no like added additional added sugar, yeah. like. I was like, how is it not, like, how is there not some bitterness, some, no, it's just delicious, <laughs> like. That's awesome, where'd you get it, just order it? Uh, there's this place called uh, Beer on the Wall, in, uh, nope, I don't know what town it is, Morton Grove? Yeah, let's, let's go with Morton Grove. I'm terrible with geography, horrible, like, horrendously bad with geography. <laughs> I just know Chicago's north of us, so I don't, I, <laughs> I think. Northeast? Yes. Uh, north of, I don't know about Boulder, because Boulder's a little north of Denver. I know it's north of Denver. 
I forget. I forget. All I know is it's a fucking 14 hour drive and it is a pain in my ass. <laughs> but it was like, it's that and have like freedom of movement or pay essentially the same amount of money and like have to wait to get picked up or take Ubers to places like. I was like, I'd rather have freedom of movement. I'd rather be able to go places. <laughs> yep. So yeah. that's why we drove. So for those people who do not know, why don't you give us a quick pitch about the Crystal Compass, what it is, what what the campaign is about, and uh, yeah, what everyone needs to know. Yeah, um, so Crystal Compass is an 80 page. This will be different from the last time we talked about this. <laughs> is an 80 page uh, young adult uh, fantasy adventure graphic novel. Um, we originally wrote it at, or I originally wrote it as a uh, like 230 page book. Uh, we split it up um, to kind of make the production cost a little, little cheaper. Um, it centers around our uh, main character, Nico, who finds a mysterious compass that transports him to another world. And there he's stuck in a kind of a, a, a war or a conflict between um, the denizens of Atea and the empire that's trying to kind of rule them under a, like an iron fist. Um, the world is full of airships, uh, floating islands. Um, it's very co colorful. It's very unique. I tried to, um, my colorist, Dami Rosic, who's also <laughs> Balkan, uh, hilariously enough, from my hometown in Bosnia. Uh, we're, we're like two years apart. It's crazy we never, we never met each other because it's such a small city, such a small country. It's it's weird that we don't know each other's families, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, he has done a phenomenal job coloring the book. Um, I like, I, I'm floored every time I get pages back. Um, I like, I just like looking at him after he's done. It's, it's gorgeous. So um, right now we are, uh, we have 19 days left on the campaign. Um, we're about 80% funded. He, uh, the, sorry, the, the, the reason really why we're, we're doing a, a Kickstarter campaign is to, is to like fund color, the, the coloring of the book, the production of the book. I've written um, all of it. Uh, I haven't drawn all of it yet, but most of it. We have, we still have a little bit of ways to go, but um, kind of take a break from drawing pages during the Kickstarter process because it's so difficult to, um, it's, it's just, it's so much work, just the Kickstarter side of it. So, um, yeah, I, our audience, I, I like to say it's YA, but I really think it's, it's more like all ages, maybe middle grade. I, I don't know all the terms and kind of like how they fit, like how that's structured, like technically and, and officially, but um, it, anyone will enjoy it. Everyone will enjoy it. Like, you know, if you're, if you're like a fifth grader that reads at a higher level, like they'll totally love it. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not like we're just aiming this at uh, teens or, or preteens. Um, so it's not, it's not like heavy, serious subject matter. It's not like, nope. Uh, I think the most serious subject matter really is the kind of the horrors of war, but we don't actually ever show anything terrible like that. Especially in the first 80 pages, it, we we, kind of, we don't really dive into kind of what's happening on it until book two or part two. Sorry, I should say part two, book one, part two, um, because mostly what you're going to get in those first 80 pages is uh, some introduction to our or a lot of introduction to our main cast, um, kind of main bad guy. Um, and then some of the, the like in, initial themes, like the, you know, kind of hero's journey type stuff. Um, from from Nico and 
and and and then you know as you would naturally progress narrative like we, we won't really get into the meat of it until part two and then the conflict resolution in part three so um but so it, i think a lot of people are going to be mad about how it ends because it, it does feel a bit abrupt but it's but it's going to be good i think that i think the cliffhanger is good enough that people will be like all right we got like where's book two or part two of book one and that's you know? that's what and that's that's an important spot man that's a, that's a very very important spot um, I think I told you before, my, my guy, Ben Krieger, um, he does uh, Frontier Forever, and I finished listening to his book, and I was realizing, like, there's not a lot of time, like, left in this audio book, like, we, we gotta, like, wrap some stuff up, and uh, and then it just hits, and it was, like, starts reading the credits, and I was like, wait, 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 you can't just, I, like, messaged him on Facebook, and I was like, you can't do this to me! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I hope people have that reaction, um, excuse me. Where I'm really trying to end each, you know, uh, that last page that you turned to, I, I really, I want to give that sort of like kind of cliffhanger, like, why is there no more pages? Like, why can't I keep going in this? Because um, I, I love when books do that. I like, I like being left with some questions, um, but there is, there is also a lot, of, a lot of stuff is resolved, and, and we do, um, you know, we do answer a lot of questions. So. Uh, and then I, I plan on as soon as we're done with 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 part one, like we're just gonna start producing part two. Like I did that with this book. We we've already produced such a big chunk of it from just my own money. I I'm not really um, kind of banking on Kickstarter being the only solution to this. Like you know I'll, I'll make my money back on that, so I can kind of you know pay myself back if I need to. So right. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Uh, we'll we'll get. It. I'm hoping that I can get part two by you know summer of 24 just depending on um yeah just depending on how part how all of this goes with, with part one but i'm really excited the campaign's going really well i've had you to thank for that um i've had a lot of help from many people um it's been incredible um i'm really upset that i don't have the 3d printed the actual new one because it was supposed to be like this week i i, I wanted it like have it for you for this to show you what the what the new one looks like but um we'll, we'll wait i could i could show off the the old one <laughs> if you want but um we have some really great rewards set up for backers uh, to that point so um I know you're very excited about the, the 3D printed ship. Um, the book will be Absolutely. a hardcover. I, I honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it's a 3D printed ship. I was like, I'll just figure out like a way to put it on a shelf or something. And then you were like, oh no, here's like the base and this whole thing. And I was like, dude, that is so much more intricate than I thought it was going to be. Cause I was <laughs> yeah. like, I, I would have been happy with just the ship itself. And yeah. it's like, figure out how to put it up. Right. <laughs> but you're like, oh no, there's this, it's got like a contrail and it's like, that's the base of it. Like super dope. Like it's a really, yeah. and then you told me that they're, that you're pan painting them. Yeah. That's insane, yeah. dude. So I actually found out it, it, it probably won't be me painting them, but they will be hand painted by the guy that is printing them. He's like a huge, you know, like Warhammer guy. So he knows, oh, like I, I was just talking to him last night. Um, I was like, do you need like the, um, uh, the, the the color guide, you know, that I sent the, to the colorist, like the the model sheet. And he was like, "Oh no, I have the comic. I'll just." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's, right. fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you, the, <laughs> the twelve that twelve page preview. First of all, is a huge preview. I mean, like for for most people that when they're putting out a Kickstarter, uh, you get five six pages of preview. You you have a twelve page preview. You have an entire scene 
fully previewed out and it ends on such a wah, moment like it's a it's a great moment to like really set up the book and these are i think you told me these are the first 12 pages right yeah so it's it's kind of the prologue in the book so like if you want to imagine it like you'll 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 get through that again um you know if you've read it before and then you know you'll turn you'll get to that last page where, where we show nico and crashed ship and uh the you know pearl and, and red and tusk and kafka who find him uh and then you'll you'll flip the page and it'll you know we'll kind of do a credits page and then we'll have the first page of chapter one which is nico getting it, it gives us the story of how nico wound up to that point and i think that's going to be really fun um i've actually had <laughs> It's kind of funny when I first, like, the, I wrote the prologue after um, because just talking to editors and, 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 and people who, you know, write comics that they were like, you know, we need something that kind of catches us that's a little, a little better. Like, I I feel like I, I, I um, kind of make like a, a good mystery in those first 48 pages, but, but a lot of people were, told me that they were a little bored with it. They were like, it's a little slow. <laughs> it's a little slow. And I was like... All right, well, and so a couple of people that I talked to, a number of people actually, I should say, uh, recommended to, to, you know, write a prologue, something that throws us into some action. And I was like, what better way to do that than to show, you know, what they, what kind of our other main characters were doing right before they find him. And, um, but I've had some mixed <laughs> responses to that. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you're giving so much away so quickly. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not really that much. Like you just get this little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what, what do you, you you get? Like, there's there's airships, there's floating islands, yeah. um, like the people live in like rock side, like mountainside, yeah. uh, you know, houses, and there is an empire that they're that they're running away from, yeah. and they're not trying to fight. So like, all of that raises a bunch of questions, and I, f I yeah, feel personally like that's like, a. Yeah. It's like a solid, uh, it's like a solid, like, it, it's, it reminds me a lot of uh, the way, like, Star Trek opens up, mm -hmm. uh, especially in, like, mo modern, the modern era. They very much open, like, here's, like, a big boom setup, and it's like, now we know what the episode will be about, yep. and then it's, like, credits, yep. like, the opening theme. Yep. No, that's exactly, that's great. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, that sort of opening is always my favorite, where it's, like, and Star Trek's a great example because they do it all the time. It, like the episode starts and they're like on the uh, on the bridge. It's like, you know, <laughs> like getting attacked right. by something, and then they kind of pull out. You see the, the chase or whatever with the ships. And, I mean, it's literally what I wrote. <laughs> 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 it was a. Uh, it, it's kind of a layup, but <laughs> I still had to draw it. So. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, the, 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 you 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 have uh, you know the bulk of the work. Because you gotta write the whole thing, then you gotta draw the whole thing. <laughs> the writing part is the easy part, in my opinion. I'm always like, all right, I know what I have to do. Like, I know I gotta get from point A to point B. I'll just, I'll type it out, and then I get to, and I sit down to the, the you know, the drawing tablet. I'm like, ah, oh, why did I write that in here? <laughs> now I have to draw it. So yeah, if you uh, if you ever considering about getting into comics, don't write them if you're gonna draw them or vice versa. <laughs> Cause you know, cause you know where the where the pain points are coming. Like you're you're like, oh, this is an easy page. Boom, it's like a wide shot, and uh, then it's like next page, twelve panels, detailed shots. Like, ugh. Yep. 
Yeah, I have some, uh, there's a very intricate scene uh, in part two where we get to see kind of like uh, the Emperor Thane, who's like a, our big main bad guy. And you kind of get to see his, um, a more fleshed out version of like his throne room, which is like this very intricate, crazy interior. And I was like, I'm in the notes in the script. It just said, go crazy. You only have to draw this once. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up though. That's, that, that, that's, that's awesome though. That's really awesome. Yeah. Like that's a that's a hey, hey that's a good setup because it's like if you yeah. only have to draw it once, if if you make the right impression, people will know. Because even if you yeah. just do like the the next time you see it, it's just like from one corner, yeah. you know what the rest of that space looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I try. What you, sh what you should do since you already do like you already do the 3D stuff. You should just build it out in 3D and then just like draw it. Set the camera yeah, and draw I, it. <laughs> I like, yeah, there's a lot of things that we did that with. Um, we did that with the engine room for the ship, but we did it retroactively because I drew it in those 12 pages, but I didn't get the model because I, I have a, a my, my friend Kundi does all the 3D modeling. Um, and I didn't get it until well after I had released the 12 page preview, <laughs> but it was okay because like, you just didn't have time and we were, um, I, I knew that I was going to be redrawing that thing a million times because we spent quite a lot of time in there, especially in the in part one. And so I was like, just don't worry about it, like, just get it right and, you know, I'll use it when, when I can. But I was like, don't, <laughs> I was like, don't deviate too much from what I've already drawn right. because that set in stone. It's going to be weird. We go back and it's different. So. But you, got, a, you, you got to pull a McFarlane, man. You got to pull a McFarlane. The ship is alive, you know? Do you know, <laughs> do you know about the story? No, I've never heard this. So apparently, early on, like first first five or ten issues when he was drawing still, Spawn, uh, he got a letter in the mail. And somebody was like, hey, so in this issue, the like strap on his leg was on the left leg, and then the next issue was on the right leg. And he was like... Oh, he's like, he he realized, like, oh, I fucked up. But instead of saying that, he was like, oh, that's because the suit is alive. Wasn't, so, like, the, the like, living suit of Spawn wasn't yeah. even part of the story until someone was like, why did this thing move? That's amazing. That's so funny. Um, that's, like, that's, like, my favorite kind of trivia is, like, the little, the little behind-the-scenes BS. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. Um, that totally makes sense. Now it's, like, canon, right? Like, he changes yeah, yeah. the suit all the time because of that, yeah. right? The suit, the suit, the suit is constantly moving around, and that's that's why like you don't ha he doesn't have to work that no one who drives it has to worry about like drawing the stuff in the exact same spot every time because it's like it's a live what? suit. It just moved. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. I love it. Um, there's definitely none of that. <laughs> I try um, the the world building stuff uh, has been super fun. I'm. Uh, I'm really excited to see people's reaction to that, I think. Um, I've had, after I released the 12 page preview, um, I had a, what I would say a fan, he is a fan, his name is Steven. Um, he actually found me at Fan Expo this year. Um, he's one of our like biggest backers at up right, right now. Um, and. He, uh, he, came up, he came up to me, he was asking me all these questions, and I was like, look, man, like, I, like, we have a 12-page preview coming out in, like, a month, because, uh, I think Fan Expo was over, like, 4th of July weekend here, and then we released the, the preview on August 1st, and so, 
Um, but it was so cool like to see that because he, he'd only ever seen like just some of the the stuff from the first case of starter we did. So he'd never even seen and he was already like sold on it. And so what I'm most, he was asking me all these questions about how the world works, like where the floating islands, like all this stuff. I'm so excited to see people's reaction to that. Uh, I'm also terrified because we were gonna be like, this is BS, <laughs> like reality doesn't work this way. But, um, well, that's, that's, that's the fantasy aspect of it, right? Yeah. Yep. So you have you have a lot of like tech stuff, obviously with the flying ships and everything, but then this is a fantasy series. So like, mm -hmm. what like what level of let's say magic and creatures? What might people expect? Um. So yeah, we there's there's tons of like weird creature things that um, just because it's it's such a, a unique world um, as far as like. One of the first things that's mentioned is like the skyfish, right? So we have like these kind of like, they're like weird kind of different species of flying fish, essentially. If you, you know, if you want to talk right, about right. Like, like Ahsoka, right, had the, the space whales. Um, it's it's kind of like that. Um, they are, but they're not, <laughs> they're, they have, some of them have feathers. Uh, there's like a huge relationship between scales and feathers in our world right like they're almost the same thing <laughs> like from how they from what little i understand yes <laughs> yeah how they kind of layer and stuff like that so i i use that idea where like we have these essentially feathered fish um and there is a part uh, there's like a, a scene in part one actually i think it's part two now because we split it yeah so it's in part two and where they are attacked by this like massive school of these iridescent like kind of glowy uh fish they're called hilarious enough they're just called snappers but it doesn't matter um and and they're the the school is so large that when it attacks the ship it actually like tips the ship forward as they like all hit the ship and like anyway and so i'm really excited to, to to explore a lot of that but we only get a little bit of that in, in, in book one um not as much as i would like to but there's so much going on that i like i'm like all right do we want to focus a little, you know on introducing the empire and that stuff and then move on to like some of the um some of the the, the more like world uh centered stuff um so anyway yeah so you'll see you'll see a little bit of that but not not a lot um but there's definitely that aspect of it. Um, gotcha. Fantasy wise, um, obviously we've still got swords are you know a thing. There, there's obviously there's definitely projectile weapons for the ships. Okay. Uh, but think of it more like kind of like during our pirates, right? They had there was a lot more sword play close close quarter combat than there were guns, right? You had kind of cannons and stuff like that. There are torpedoes um, in in a, in a way. Um, so it's a really, it's a, it's, I think it's a, it's a good blend of science fiction and fantasy. Um, and I'm trying to think of what does that, that I, like what book or, or novel that I've read that, that really does that. But I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like maybe, maybe a wheel of time kind of does a little bit of that where they like blend. <laughs> gotta, I gotta start that. I, gotta, I really gotta start that. Yeah where it's more of like a blend between fantasy and, and science fiction. Um, but yeah, it's like, you'll see once, once we reveal kind of like what a tale looks like, there's definitely like, uh, there's buildings, like they, they don't look like modern buildings, but maybe, maybe kind of like Mediterranean or Adriatic buildings um, and kind of like how Studio Ghibli will build their worlds, right? You'll have these kind of like just 
just after like World War II kind of <laughs> time period where there's there's some cars, but they're like not everybody has cars. <laughs> um, there's and you'll get to see some of the ships are like sail powered. Um, we, they talk about that in, in part one. We don't see any, but they definitely talk about it. You'll see some in um, in like the ports. There's um, like a, a mixture of ships that are, you know, crystal powered. And there's still some that are held up by the crystals, but they're, they're you know, propelled by the wind, stuff like that. Um, just, there's a mixture, but it's, um, I definitely don't have any elves or dwarves or anything like that. <laughs> uh, but magic wise, the, the crystals, you know, they give, uh, they give different characters powers. Um, I think that was a slight spoiler, but um, <laughs> Nico definitely like has powers. Um, not in that there, but yeah, it's uh, my, I it's mean, very... based on based on the visuals you so far provided, my expectation was that the compass somehow gives him powers, or because because mm -hmm. the one the cover that you've uh, shown for this uh, first volume is is him holding that the compass, and it's got like some sort of energy about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm figuring somehow that's his like yep. you know totem yep. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, and we'll. So, We'll like reveal a lot more about the compass. Like that, that's kind of our big mystery. Like, what is its relation to the world? Like to Atea? How did sure. it get to Earth? What is that relation? Like, how did that happen? That's that's all. Um, probably the most exciting part for me to to reveal is like the the mystery behind all that and how how Nico gets to where he is in in Atea. Um, yeah. Dope. Oh, well, I'm excited, sir. I'm, I, I'm, like you've been, you've been really putting out work as far as like uh, the content, and that was like a, that was a big part of uh, this most recent issue of Catalyst. I, I did a big, big conversation in, the, in my editorial about the uh, about people needing to make more content, like the various different aspects of what you're, like what the thing you're working on could be, uh, and you've done that. You, you, you fulfilled that. Like everything I wrote about. I'm just like I open, you know, open Twitter or open, or I open TikTok or I open Instagram, and I see a different, like, a different aspect from that article that I wrote uh, that you that you're doing. Like, you're doing your your process art. You're doing like, oh, let me tell you about this. Like, it's you're you're, you're hitting all the numbers. So I really think you you are you you like upped your content game absolutely uh, for this second for this uh, new Kickstarter, and I think it's working. I mean, obviously I we're. we're we're pushing what we're over eight right yeah we're over eight thousand um we're we're almost there i mean like we just need two thousand dollars more i made a joke today with uh um my friend ts who uh on tiktok is um can't be killed comics um he like commented on on a post i made and i was like man i, I feel like i could just like I could just pay it right now and <laughs> just back my own project. And then I was like, but then, you know, can't, I can't. You can't, I can't, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that. Recent, recent, uh, recent guest, uh, Anthony Stokes, has some very, very strong opinions yeah. about self-backing. Apparently, that's been a very big subject matter on uh, on Twitter. Uh, really? Self, so, yeah, self-funding, self-funding. Um it's 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 a it's a it's a subject matter and there I, I don't know i still don't really fully know how i feel about it because it's one of those situations where it's like i like as a as a if you know as a backer like of your campaign if you were to do that 
then I'm like, cool, I'm getting my stuff. Like as a backer, I win. Yep. You get a completed successful campaign, yep. which to me feels like a win for you. He was arguing, part of his argument was that that would like cheapen the victory for you. But I'm like, I guess I don't see like a win is a win. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, what's the, what's the, uh, What's the it's now joke, classic but, line? Whether it, whether it's a court, whether it's an inch or a mile, the win is a win. You know, like yeah. It, I mean, it was a joke for sure. I definitely no, no, I know. Not at this stage, but like, let's say, let's say you're, it's you know, the eleventh hour, right? You've got a hundred bucks left. I think you would be shooting yourself in the foot if you did it. I'm I, saying, like, it, it's like it's a, it's a letting all those people down, letting all the backers down, like. Like you're you're oh you're well over a hundred backers now. Like that's yeah. that that that's something that needs to be considered. Like I, <laughs> I know. you know, they, people have been you know, and I don't you know, it's just gonna sound like I'm speaking for myself, but we've got 112 backers. Like I'm sure I'm not the only one sharing. I'm sure I'm not the only one talking to yeah. people about it. I was at a comic shop yesterday in Chicago, and I was like, hey, let me talk to you about this retailer tier. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Just I was doing, out here, right? Dude, we got two retailer t- tiers yesterday and I because I went out yeah, like I went out to the shop and I was like, hey, look, like I went in and I bought um <laughs> I need I need to complete this. <laughs> okay. I have I I was missing one I'm missing one and three of Stan's guys uh like big ass collection. Uh I think That's the original seven. series, right? What's that? That's the original series, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, I think these are reprinted by Dark Horse. Anyway, and I go in there, and I like I had talked to the owner of the shop a little, like months ago about the idea, and I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a Kickstarter. I'm not sure when it's gonna go up." Blah blah. I come in and I buy the book, and he's talking to me, and he's like, "Hey, you have a Kickstarter, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I." I do it. It's live right now, and I was like, do you, "Are you interested about hearing about it?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course." We start chatting, and bam, he like, he's like, "I'll do it right now." <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Like, he was so into it. It was crazy. I, and so, uh, Time Warp Comics is, is, is bought a retailer uh, tier reward tier. So it's uh, it's like a hundred bucks to get ten copies. So essentially, they they can sell it for twenty bucks a copy uh, and make back their money. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it's a good. They get some promotional material too, which I gotta figure out what that's gonna look like. I still don't know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I would love. Uh, I'd love to get a few more of those. I feel like I, I reached out to a bunch of shops on on Facebook, like local ones. Um, but I really need to go in. I had one shop today tell me that they don't do that, and I was like, that's fine. Like I get it. Shops right. are struggling anyway. It's hard enough. Um, Bro, I'm gonna tell you, man, like that's, I know, I like, intellectually, I know that's true, but a few of the shops I've walked into last, last year, I'm like, I thought, I thought this industry was on a decline. I thought, I thought <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I've been hearing. I thought comic shops were not successful, but like, uh, is it, I think it's called Hollow, Howling Pages, Howling Pages in Chicago. I walked in, it's like, it's popping. Like, it's nice. Yeah. It's got a, me- dude enormous indie section like like local small press indie enormous like two full walls <laughs> like yeah reach out to them for sure uh i can definitely i i, I can 
for sure walk in and, and have a conversation with them as well for you. Uh, but yeah, they like, and then I went to, um, I was That's in the cool. city. I was dropping wow. Erica off for, for an event. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm usually here early in the morning or late at night. I'm like, it's midday. I'm like, comic shops are open. Let me go check something out. And uh, I went to First Aid Comics and the selection is in enormous, enormous. It's like, oh, this is the Marvel section. This is the DC section. You gotta like walk to get to Indy. Like it's a it's a distance. And I was like, dang, man, like you guys have a lot of stuff here. And then the, a lot of shops, a lot, of, especially like older shops, uh, people are not very communicative. Yeah. It's like, can I find something, blah, blah, blah. But like me and this dude chatted it up for like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Like, we just chopped yeah. it up about comics, like all, all kinds. Like, it, and, and it's like th a bunch of people walked through while I was there. Like, I literally walked into like the cutest thing. It was like a mom and her kid. And uh, they, were, they were buying comics. She's like, oh, we live around here. We've never been in here. And I hear the kid be like, oh, uh, this is a Marvel one. And her mom's like, oh, how did you know it was a Marvel one? And the kid just like matter of factly, because it says Marvel right there. Uh, I was like, oh, that's Ice Skull. That's Ice Skull. This little girl is awesome. little girl is built for this fandom. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> I love shops like that, man. It's and that's kind of what I, like I feel like older shops, shops that haven't moved away from like that, like one room, like yeah, <laughs> like you yeah. Come I know in exactly show up. Five hundred square feet. You got the dude behind the counter, and he's just like, you know, not paying attention to you at all. Like, you, you gotta, you gotta diversify a little bit. You gotta be, you know, you gotta have a space for for like the gamers or like the tabletop, you know, players, like the card trading card dudes, whatever. Um, I feel like I, I saw a, <laughs> I, as I was looking for comic shops, like even on Facebook, I, there's a, a shop in Georgia that is a barber shop and a comic shop. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that. That's sick. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> Why uh, this is like the that? new one, right? The new one that they opened up, and yeah, it was like, it's like, like him and his wife. It. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's I, so I, sick. I, I don't know where they are in like relative to Atlanta, but like, that's dope. Like you. People have these like ideas and like they're trying them out. And I think I think as long as um, like we've seen the co the coffee shop and the comic book store thing, that's that's been going for a while now. That's cool too. There's one actually. There's a few here in Colorado. There's one in Nebraska that I went to uh, just because we were like visiting and like one of my favorite things to do is if I'm out of state, I'm like oh, I gotta find the comic book shop <laughs> because I want to go see what they're doing, right? And uh, it's a good excuse to just buy comics. But uh, yeah, I think. Uh, the, the shop that uh, I went. Oh no! Um, the Jimbo book. They have. Um... I lost you for a second, but you're good. Oh, am I back? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Sorry. Um, the uh, the the shop that I went to for the Usagi Yojimbo um, Omnibus. They they have like a really big board game section, and there was a lot of oh. people in there. And it was like the middle of the day, you know, on a Saturday. I go in, and there's like. I was kind of nervous. I was like, oh, maybe I won't talk to this guy about the case because there's like 12 people in here. Right. Like, so I don't know. I, I don't know if the industry is doing poorly. I think the publishers are doing poorly, but I don't know if necessarily like the, you know, like there's, there's a lot of content out there. There's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of like, it, there's not that many people that like I think about marketing all the time. I, I don't feel like comic book shops market 
not just shops, but like publishers market well enough. And it's hard because like, how do you market so many different titles? Like, how do you have a budget for that? And so right. like what they don't, what I feel like they don't focus on is what's called a, like evergreen marketing. Like, like market your brand, like, right? Like if you're Marvel, like obviously they're, they're a bad example, but because I think they do a good job because of the movies. I, I think the movies do a lot of, of yeah, that, for sure. That, right. Yeah. Um, but somebody smaller, like, you know, Scout or, or Mad, Mad Cave or some, somebody like that, right? They, they're small, like really small. They have maybe a, like 20, 30 titles or whatever. It's probably more than that, but like market your brand. Like your, your comics are the product, right? If you're Coca-Cola, you're marketing for, for you. Like you're not marketing all the, or like everybody knows what Coca-Cola is. It's a soda, you're right, right? You're right. Cause you know, you know what you don't see commercials for? You don't see commercials for like Mr. Pib which is a Coke product. Yeah. You don't see commercials for fucking Sprite. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you see me. commercials for Coke. Yeah, right. So Coca-Cola like, like, gets the commercials. Like, Coca-Cola, the lifestyle of, like, it's fun, it's, you know, it's energetic. Like, we all know what the what the messaging is because we've seen yeah. it a thousand times. Yeah. And so, and I think comics should should, should take, take a, like, a lesson from that because I think, I think you could, especially, like, on... I don't know, it's just like online, right? Like we, we've got such targeted ads now that you, you could just be like, look, I, I, we sell comics, like, or we make comics, I should say. The, the sale is happening on the shop level, right? Right. Like, so we, we, like, we make comics, that's what we do. Here's like, you know, and, and then well, you, don't, you don't really get that a lot. Like I don't see ads for comics very often, even in like comic book stores, you don't really see like branded shelves for like, which I realize that's a lot of money, but like, Man, printing is cheap, and you can get a lot of that, like those, like you know, stand-up shelves that that are car, you know, printed out of cardboard or whatever from China. Especially if you're a, like a publisher and you have some sort of marketing budget, call attention to yourself. I saw a a um, uh, there was a a TikTok on a uh, panel from a, a convention where they talked about comic book shop owners talked about how to design your cover because of how their shelves are designed. If you're a publisher, right? Like if you're somebody like Matt Cave and you've got, let's say six or seven titles that are like YA fantasy titles or just or just fantasy titles, that, even adult ones, right? Spend some money on like actual in-store promotion because like how else are people, like how else do people even know you exist, right? Like, right. like it's, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's a different, different world now. Like, like you don't just have Marvel, DC, and Image. Like, you've got so many of these smaller publishers that are fighting for that. Uh, you know, you've got like, what is it, uh, Behemoth, who's now like Sumerian or whatever. You've got all these like kind of guys. Yeah, oh, yeah like, you've got Vault. You've got your Europe Comics. Like, yeah. all, like there's a lot Titan. of brands that have come up in the last like five years. Titan, Titan yeah. weirdly started like popping a lot because yeah, Titan's been, been doing like time. Titan's been doing a lot of um like licensed stuff for years mm-hmm. like for years years uh i have i think i've got a assassin's creed book on the shelf that's like a yeah. titan book from i think it was like around assassin's creed 3 or 4 so yeah. like a long fucking time ago because that was like 14 games ago they do a lot of fucking assassin's creed games yeah which was good no matter what anyone says <laughs> it was a good book. it wasn't great but it was good uh but like they've been doing that stuff for a long time, but it's like now I'm seeing it's like just Titan just putting out original IP, and it's like oh shit! I thought I was really under the impression that they were just like 
Titan, because Titan does other things. Like Titan does other publishing. So I was like, oh, like, you know, these like licensed graphic novels are just like extra like line of money for them. They're just like, oh, cool. This is like a little bonus cash, a little spending money. And uh, that's where I thought it was for them. But now it's like, they're really digging into the like graphic novel space. Like, I th- and I think that's, you know, that's like you said, that's just one more competitor. It's one more, yeah. what, like, it's like, what does anyone, anyone walking in that has never heard of Titan, what do they know about Titan? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I, I think about it, just, like I'm in that space, right? Like I, I'm looking at comic content all the time. And like, if I don't, like, how do you go into a shop and pick a book if you don't know what you're there for? Usually if I go to a shop, I'm like, all right, I know I got to pick this up, pick this up, pick this up. And then I'll find the one that's like something random that caught my eye. And I'm like, cool, here's my stack. Thank you so much. Peace, right? But like, how do you catch that person that <laughs> is in there just browsing? Like what in, in comic cover design is like a part of that. But like, if you can't see your product on the shelf because it's like in there you know as it would as it would sit on a bookshelf like you have yours right like it goes in it's not based out like there's so many how's anybody gonna find books like well it's not even just that like that's for that's for the trade like graphic novel section but like for singles like if you are a comic publisher publishing singles i'll tell you right now my local my like nearest local comic shop the way second nearest now because one new one opened up uh, but my like ne- previously nearest shop, the one like my shop, the shop I used to run back in the day, uh, the way they do it is like big Marvel section, big DC section, and then it's like image, and then it's like every section gets smaller and smaller. So then what you end up with is uh, like this. I, have a, I happen to have a stack of comics right here. What you end up with is books that are sitting like this on the shelf. Yep. Like, or the like side to side, like. Like yeah, the, so the just like stacked up, up, stacked up to the to, to the point that people aren't able to like, like what is this? Like I gotta like flip through a bunch of stuff to yeah. find out what this is, and yeah. it's like there, there's just not you know some of these smaller older shops they just physically don't have the space to have yeah. everything out visible. Like yesterday, well, as much as I like the fact that they had a bunch of stu- stuff at uh, first aid, like they had a ton of shelf space, but like that is an exception. Like for being honest. Yeah. No, and it's not, it it shouldn't fall to the shop to like, to have this, right? Like, I guess I'm I'm not saying that it should be the shop's responsibility to like organize their stuff better because like, that's ridiculous. They're already, it's usually just like an owner operator, right? Like you got like maybe two people that work there. Right. (laughs) And and they're there to like catalog, buy, right? Like organize, stock the shelves, whatever. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like it should be on the publisher to be creative about how, you know, like, do you pay a guy to, as a publisher, to travel around the shops? I mean, other industries do this all like the time. Like a rep. Yeah. A rep. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but it's like. I don't think so. I think like, that's a brilliant idea, man. I think like, that's a great idea. You, like, how do you get out there and tell these shop owners? Because they're all very, like, you know, they're all very small business, very, very small business. And a lot of the time, like, Imagine a dude comes in with like a shelf that like flips out of some cardboard. He's like, hey man, I've got like 50 titles I want to display. Like we'll give you a slightly better discount if you push us a little better. Bam, like you, you know, like you might increase sales. Might, I don't know if you would, but it could right. all come- But I mean like one, one company that did that for a long time, I don't know if they still do it, 
but I've seen those standees still out at shops is Xenoscope. As much as like Xenoscope is not really like my style, yeah. um, but like I, I see them. Like I know about yeah. Xenoscope because yeah. they have their marketing is top notch. Like yeah. not only is it oh okay, like we're 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 catering to the like horny nerds. Uh, yeah. Like there's that, right? There's the covers and like, we all know what's happening there. But then yeah. they also send in like a full, you know, like five foot standee with different collected editions yeah. on the shelf. So it's like, I walked up and I was like, oh, I, I didn't know they did this. Cool, I'm gonna get this. And that was it. Like that was, it wasn't something I would have found. I would have been, I would not have been looking for it. But I was like, oh, this is dope, you know? And it was like, I think it was the, uh, what's it called? The Piper. Like I didn't know they had collected that in a tray. So I was like, oh, I'll bet. <laughs> like, because I actually read that previously and I was like, that's a good story. That's but like, it, it's just one of those things like you, like you were saying, like people, people need a way to, you need a way to, to grab people's attention. And it's not, it's you, like you said, it's not really fair to put that on the, on the shops because they got plenty of fucking shit to worry about as it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, I don't know how we got on this, but yeah, <laughs> cover design. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, cover design. Which your new cover is sick, and I appreciate that you let me use the the old cover on uh, on the latest issue of Catalyst, the Catalyst.digital. If you don't have that yet, <laughs> it is, and it's it's great. <laughs> I um, I there, I don't know, like if that will be the final cover either. I'm so like, uh, I'm so torn, but I'll figure it out before before we go to print. Um, I know I've talked to some artists about doing like some alternate like you know covers and pinups for the back of the book. So we'll have a little bit of that. There'll be like, I don't want to call it like a cover gallery because it's just one, <laughs> but we'll do some pinups. Um, I tried getting in touch with um, some old friends that are like, you know, people in the industry that are recognizable names. Um, so we'll see. I haven't, you know, I haven't paid anybody anything yet, but there's definitely conversations going on. I would really like to have Hell yeah. some artwork that I could either reprint and give away as rewards or um, so you're not just getting my artwork as a reward you're getting you know um right you know people who are, are real names in the industry uh <laughs> i'm i'm very very new still so um, i mean yeah but the, the 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 point is that you're you know the sale the sale is for your stuff like i get i get the i've seen a few campaigns where it's like you know nobody i've ever heard of before like seems like an interesting enough book or whatever and then i'm scrolling and it's like if we reach this number we're gonna get a mahmoud asra like variant and i was like i mean i i see what you're doing there but like that's like granted i would say that's not why i'm buying but mm -hmm. some people will and i get yeah. that i understand it there is a collective market people have people are fans of certain artists like yeah. hardcore like I'm not gonna lie. If you were like, oh, you know, I, you know, I met Joe Mad once, so I'm getting Joe Mad to do a variant. I'd be like, damn you, Hamza, because now I have to buy two books. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I don't buy variant covers like personally, and so I didn't want to have a variant. And I was also it was kind of expensive to figure into the printing cost. And oh, so, for sure. Like, if. And then, and then do, you you gotta you gotta be real hopeful that like your publisher doesn't fuck it up because yeah. like that's happened i've seen people who are like oh we didn't get our variant at all they just gave us all regular cover 
So then they got gotta scramble and pay money to like the local print shop or whatever to get it done. It just turns into like a cluster. Yeah, that's wild. I yeah, I I mean I know just from dealing with print in my like day job how difficult print is to get right. And I'm like that's the thing that I'm most nervous about with this project is like making sure the colors are as beautiful as I see them <laughs> when it comes out. And and I've done like uh, you know, I've researched people who have used the printer that we're using. I've, I've talked to them and like, what did you have to do? Like, did you get a, a, a hard, like a hard proof? Because uh, they, if you want to do a hard proof, it's like a, a whole nother $300 on top of your printing costs. Just for one. <laughs> so like. Well, yeah, so, because they, they, they've got to get everything set and cut and yeah. like, there's work. There's work that, that's yeah. involved to it. You know, I, I understand the cost like completely, um, but I've seen, you know, I've, I've been involved in, in smaller run print projects of, you know, just for work stuff where we've gotten it like last minute kind of thing and they, or not last minute, but like we, we didn't have enough time to, to fix it and it's come out and you're like, oh, the colors are muted. Like why, like, how did this happen? And they're like, oh, well, we got this file. And I'm like, I sent you this file. They're like, oh, <laughs> and so, so going from, like, you know, the, the biggest thing that I need to take care of after this outside of actually finishing the last few pages that we have to draw on color is making sure that our book design, like the actual file that we sent to the printer is like polished, you know, beautiful, you know, like just all of that stuff is, is ready to go. And then that, then that next bit of it is like making sure that that printer is that we're all on the same page. We've had all the conversations. We talked about all the shit that we don't want to say, right? <laughs> because a lot of times like people don't want to bring it up because you know the answer that you'll get will be you have to do it again. <laughs> right. you know? And you don't want to you don't want to hear that because it's more work. But I want to make sure that all of that stuff is perfect because it's really important. Like I, I love print so much. It's really important to me that the, the paper that we pick is the right paper. But then Maybe that paper isn't going to display the color that we want the right way or the or the finish on the paper, right? Is it going to be gloss or matte? Like, is it going to be like, there's all these. All valid all questions. These, yeah. And it's like, who's your, who's your, have, who's your printer? We're as of right now. Um, and I, I know I've said this before out loud and people have been like, oh no, but it, as of right now, it's just print ninja. They are the only ones that are offering the things that I want. Okay. And, and I have their um, like their sample packet, and I love the print quality or the paper quality. I love, um, I love the the um, the paper options that we get. Um, and for what it's worth, for like a small run, it's it's che much cheaper than some of the printers that I've researched that are here in the states okay. um, or in Canada. Um, I have one more person to talk to. Um, it's a, it was a printer that was um, recommended to me by uh, like one of the local guys here, one of the local comic artists or uh, writers really. And they just haven't responded to my email and like, if you don't want business, that's cool. Right. <laughs> like if, uh, because their website is horrible and I can't use it and I can't like- Oh, okay. I, I so, it sounds like, so it sounds like I need to give them a call and uh, offer them some <laughs> web work. Like if you, yeah, like I just want, 
I want like ease of use, right? Like that's the other thing that I really liked about Print Ninja was like you could just get a quote and like exactly how you want it. Um, it sucks that they're like a Chinese printer, but also at the same time, like I talk about this all the time and it's something that I talk about in my, at work too, is that a lot of people are like, oh no, it's China, like bad quality. But at this point in China's history for producing products, they have been doing the bulk of the world's like production in many different industries. Yeah. And they are the industry standard now. <laughs> like, and right. you, can't, right. and you can't like, you know, they, they've got the workforce, the trained workforce, and they've got like the state of the art equipment. So it's hard to be like, oh, we're going to go with somebody in the States. It's like, well, that company opened up three years ago and, the, you know, they're just hiring like high school kids or whatever. Right. <laughs> so it's like, like, I get it. It's, I get both sides of it. But like, um, I've seen books that were printed by Print Ninja. Um, they look great. Um, I have had, I have heard one bad thing where people were like, oh, the quality was terrible and, you know, the colors were muted or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but that could have been <laughs> your crappy files. It could have been a crappy file. I mean, it there, there's things that definitely could have uh, affected it. And, and really, like, I get people's, like, balking it, oh, it's coming from China or whatever. But, like, at the same time, like you said, like, that's where everything comes from. Yeah. Like, like it's it's not it, it's 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 again it's just like what's happening in the middle east right now like it's it's such a complicated situation that like yes generally speaking the like ccp can eat a dick but like but like the the production the like industry which i understand is like in part controlled by them or whatever whatever but like it's such a complicated thing, but yeah. it's a resource that, especially as an indie an indie creator, you just can't you can't ignore that resource. Yeah, like the va the value prop is entirely too high for you yeah. to be like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like double my print cost for like on principle. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get some people could be could do that. Some people, you know, if they yeah. especially if they're like buying up front or whatever, or they're self funding, but like. Most of us can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we talked about this before, right? Cost per book and then what you're selling it to people for, like. Huge. Yeah, like that's very important, especially like, um, I like, and I've said this to you before, like I really want to give something of value to like, I. so those those print options were really important to me. So I, I wanted to make sure that it was a, when you like opened up the box or the envelope or whatever it comes in, you're like, oh, this is cool. Like, I, okay. <laughs> like, I paid, you know, um, what is our tier? Is it 35? Um, the, like, the physical tier. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 35. Yeah. Um, so when you get that, it's, you're like, okay, I spent 35. It's a little more expensive than I probably would have at a, at a comic book shop for an 80 page book, but at least, but not in, a, not in a heart. I mean, like, it, it, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. At a comic book shop, you yeah. are... And I, I was telling the guy yesterday, I was like, I understand that there is a economy of scale at hand, right? DC, Image, these motherfuckers can do a 100 to 150 page trade for 10 to 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. Because they have a deal where they're printing hundreds of thousands of books every month with yeah. the printer. So yeah. they're like, hey, put this out. 
their cost is so drastically low that they're still making money off that 10 bucks. Yep. So like, it, I get why that is. So like, I, and to be honest, like, you know, recently I backed off a campaign because it was $110 for a 150 page hardcover, which is yeah. an incredibly ridiculous amount. You're putting out an 80 page book. It's gonna be hardcover for 35? That's, I think that is incredibly reasonable. Like, to, especially like for indie, incredibly reasonable, dude. I've seen 35 for soft cover before for, for smaller books. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I have I've, I've seen like six, <laughs> I've seen 60 pages, 40 bucks. And I'm like, yeah, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> I have one that I got from like a, a local, um, like an indie Kickstarter that was a, a staple bound for like 45 bucks. That was 50 pages. And I was just like, staple I know. Bound. No, yeah. you cannot, you cannot get, you cannot give me a price point above 20 for a fucking staple bound. Absolutely yeah. not. And saddle stitch, saddle stitch, yeah. saddle stitch, $40. Get out of my face. Yeah. Get out of my face. It was like, <laughs> Like, I get it. You got to eat, man. You got, I get it. Like, I totally get it. Because a lot of people, yeah, I talk about this all the time. I'm like, I'm like, a lot of people aren't as lucky as me. I'm like, I have a good job doing something creative. Like, I used to work from home. I'm very relaxed environment. And and I know a lot of creators, you know, they're like, like, I have a home office, like a big ass house, right? <laughs> like, I'm very comfortable. I, I know a ton of creators who are my age or older that are putting out work and, you know, living in studio apartments, you know, barely surviving. So I get it, man. Like, and I will always pay, cause I know you, right? Like I, I've been there <laughs> and I know that life and I will always be there to support it because people, when I was doing that, people helped me out, right? To, to get through the months or the weeks or whatever. And so I'll, I'll always pay it. Um, but at the same time, that's why I want, you know, that, that's why I want to give somebody like the best product that I can, but like, so that when they're holding it in their hands, when they open it up and the stickers fall out or the trading cards or whatever, like they, they feel something special. I mean like shit, dude, if I could afford it, I would include one of these shirts in every single one. Yeah, that's dope. I can't wait to, I can't wait to have ours and, and, and play with dude, them. Dude, I mean this one, I got this, this stack right here is all, I think, yeah. Yeah, all of them, these are all from Magnetic. Uh, Magnetic or Neurobellum Productions, whatever you wanna call them they have so much material like but their number one success is uh uh facebook marketing dude half the time kickstarter doesn't tell me they have a campaign like no one's talking about it and then it's like i'm scrolling facebook and it's like boom this that like whatever the you know current thing is and i'm like oh that looks so good like <laughs> the you know, I always, I always like to go back to to, to Gary V's. Like, the the creative ends in the in the the creative wins in the long run. So, like, if the creative on the ad is good, the ad will convert. So, like, I've seen people put out ads that are like, they're okay, and it's like, um, I can understand why you're not getting a ton of conversion on that ad. So it's like when I see their stuff, it's like, in your face. This is everything you need to know about this project. Everything that's hot, the sexy about the project. Like when they did um. I, I've got a box literally in the hallway. I, I wonder if that's what it is because I haven't gotten it yet. But they did one called Black's, the Black Box Collection or something like that. And it's like this like sci-fi like uh, anthology thing with like a bunch of different people put together. But it was just like, they were like, 
dope sci-fi art, a bunch of different spaceships. And I was like, I'm fucking in. What is it? Like I was bought in before I even clicked, you know what I'm saying? So like the creative pulled me in, like no matter what happened, like, but like I've seen people's, I've seen people's ads and I've seen people fail at ads. I'll be honest, you know, like people sometimes don't put their best foot forward. It's like, they like, I get wanting to hide certain things. I get wanting to um, like be like, oh, I don't want to ruin this. I don't want to like give this away early on or whatever. Uh, but I was talking to to Jason Primrose uh, of uh, Lost Children of Andromeda fame. Uh, he was saying that he got a lot of his artwork done, like chapter art throughout the book. He got it done like six months, if not earlier than the book was even ready. But that's all he had to share. So he kept sharing that. And people were like, oh man, this looks so fucking sick. Cause he got, you know, like a great artist. So like the artist quality. So people were already bought in before the book was even done. <laughs> like, so, you know, it was very much like it, people forgot what they saw and they didn't, they didn't have the context of who this character is. It was just like, check out, this is one of the characters from my upcoming book. And that's all it said, you know? And it's like, you could guess or whatever, you could try to figure out what this means in context, but you have no context. So like, you don't even think about it when you're reading. Cause I saw, I think all of the art before I read it, not once was I like, oh, that's what that picture was. Cause the book is good. So I was reading the book and I was like going through it. And when, you know, when you flip the page and it shows a chapter art, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what that was. But like only when it showed it. So yeah, there was no like catalog of me being like, oh, I bet this, this scene is coming up. Like, no. That's cool. Like you gotta yeah, show, I, you gotta I, show I, the best stuff. You gotta show the best stuff. And, uh, uh, that's why that's why I like really dig what they do and when they fucking did this recent uh, they did like a virtual comic con uh, it was like a campaign you put in whatever you know they're just a campaign but it was like a virtual comic con it was like they sent me a lanyard like it felt like I got shit from a comic con which was dope like it was a fucking excellent execution um, yeah this is the piece I mean like so like this is the piece that they showed in the, the ad let me see if I can get damn it's like a sick piece right but it's like they've got so many different books that i uh i've, I've spent a ton of fucking money with with them like but this is this came in the the package because it was like oh trading cards i was like you guys know me <laughs> click <laughs> that's awesome. you know I, I that's the thing you know like like i said earlier let the let the buyer decide what they're gonna buy because that's why i've been advocating for everything as an add-on at every tier Okay, someone doesn't want a physical comic like myself. Like, I don't do single issues, you know? That's why the first question when you were like, this is how many pages it is, I was like, is it perfect bound? That was my first question to you. Because if it was, I'm buying a, I'm buying a book. If it yeah. wasn't, I'm buying digital, and then I was going to have to talk to you about add-ons because I need to be able to, you know, <laughs> grab whatever else I like. Because that's yeah. what happened with, um, what's it called? Uh, it's like Worthy Chaos Productions. I forget the name of the book. Uh, but it's... It was like, oh, they had issue one through seven or whatever digital. And now they had given me two issues like to read, like as a reader, like a free copy. And I was like, you know, they were good books and they, they were like, they really received feedback well. So I was like, bet, like I'll, I'll back the digital tier. And then it was like, oh, we got this you know, trading cards and like all this stuff. And I was like, boom, 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 boom. I bought, so my, my digital, seven digital comics turned into a 75 order. That's awesome. Cause it's like, you had the stuff there. It appealed to me, bet that's, I'm in. Cause it, and the, I, I, I've had, even recently, people who have talked to about this stuff before are like, oh, I don't have that as a tier. I'm like, 
why the fuck not? <laughs> no, you helped out a lot with that. Like, and and I think when we do like part two, and if we end up having to do a Kickstarter, which I'm sure we will a little bit, um, it might not be as big as this one, but um, or part two of book one. <laughs> I get you saying that. Um, like, we'll we'll sit down and because like you, for, you're like a super user, right? Like you you have a very a very different outlook than like most people on Kickstarter. Cause I go on and I'm like, all right, like, like I'm like, cool. I'm gonna support this book to where I know like I can, I can help. And and sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes it's like stuff I don't even want. I'm like, all right, I like like I like this idea and it looks cool, but I, like I don't want this on my shelf. But I'm gonna help him out because it looks dumb. <laughs> hey, but so that's I'm, why that's why I advocate for digital copies, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right and like so i'm just like oh i'll just you know back without a reward or digital or whatever and like um but on the other side of that there's also times where i'm like yeah this is amazing like how can i get the most stuff and i didn't really like even on the second time around i had a very hard time with figuring out what i was going to offer and i think kind of in the 11th hour you came in and helped out with quite a bit of that um and thank you for that um and i for think sure. we'll have to utilize that i'll have to utilize you as a resource for for the next one because like and i'm going to talk about in studios here in a bit and i don't know if i should but <laughs> we're not done with the campaign yet but going back to what we're talking about this doesn't come out till thursday that's like another four days five days like i'll be 15 days shy add creative add creative is very interesting because like i assumed because in the like in the invoice that I paid for in studios, like they were like, we're gonna do ads for you. I assumed that meant actual paid ads. And I was like, either what I gave them monetarily wise, like what I paid is either gonna, there's gonna be a budget within that or they'll ask for another budget, which I was comfortable with because I'd already set aside some money for that. That was not the case. Their, their ads were essentially posts in comic book crowdfunding groups that were dead, uh, which was a huge, yeah, and I'll, yeah. Uh, wow. And so I had to come up with my own ad creative, which is fine. I would have I would have wanted it that way anyway, but I don't have time for good ad creative. Like I'm I'm just, too, like there's just too much shit going on. And so- We'll work something out. I, I got some ideas. It's just <laughs> rattle around in there. Yeah. And so like, and, and they did, for what it's worth, they did send me a, because I requested it, like a, a Facebook audience for the ads, but it, it wasn't, Good. and I don't think it would have like it was like men only and I'm like I don't think no. this book no oh my god no what I was like this is definitely like a kid's book for and so I get and I, I, I understand part of it because a lot of Kickstarter projects especially a lot of a lot of the ones that they have done historically have been kind of like adult not adult comics in the, in the sense that yeah yeah but like, yeah. like like a like a mature audience yeah and so i get it that's fine um but also like don't tell me you're comfortable with taking on a young adult book if you haven't really right done that in in the in a pure sense uh they have done a few anyway so there's been a lot of like um a lot of drama on that end and if if you are doing a kickstarter and you are looking to partner with somebody to help you out in the marketing, do not use Ink Studios. <laughs> and that is my period. Yeah, get with me. 
I mean, seriously, <laughs> it, it was, it's been an absolute nightmare. And um, there have been a couple of things where I'm like, great, you know, you guys did the bare minimum thing so much. Like I got my video the night before we launched the, the campaign, which I was like, uh, and I was like, we got to change this, 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 this. And they're like, oh, that's already six edits. And I'm like, cool, you should have given it to me three, four weeks ago. So you had time to do this, but now you have to do it now. And, and then like the, the, the kickback that I got from the CEO, Kevin Gillette, Gillette, whatever, has been insanely frustrating. Like, especially coming from somebody who's worked, who currently works in that sort of space. Right. It's been, and, and not, 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 not marketing for comic books, but just marketing. Just marketing and, yeah. you know, day job, it's been extremely frustrating because like, I deal with KPIs all the time at work. Like I have to, like I have to explain why I did a certain thing to my stakeholders, and, and you know why my creative looks this way. The the lack of communication, and then the sort of abrasive communication that I've had has just been awful. And so like when I when you brought up ad creative, I was like, God, I wish I had time to do like real ad creative so that I can like. And then I thought to myself, oh, but you have people in your back pocket to do this, but like, I really don't. <laughs> and so it's been, um, it's been frustrating um, to say the least. Uh, they, you know, they sent me a PR, like kind of press release thing, which is fine, but it's 19 days in, 20 days in, like, are you kidding me? I should have had this three weeks before. Wait, they just said that? They just sent it to me after weeks of me Bro, asking that's a, that's for a, it. That's a pre, pre going live kind of thing. I like, dude, it's awful. Um, and I know you warned me about it. You, you warned me about it. It was, it, it was just you had brought up that somebody, you know, you had started working with someone and I was like, ah, oh, I, and I literally the day before had just had that conversation where yeah. somebody else like gave me a heads up and I was like, all right, good, get, get good to know. And then you said, oh, I hired someone. And I was like, ah, oh, please tell me it's not. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. Like how, how like on the, on the dot, like it's been, I mean, I, and for what it's worth, like, I understand, like I keep getting, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're going through like a family emergency or something's going on. I'm like, bro, like delegate, like, I don't care what's going on here. I'm not expecting the CEO slash owner of the company to, to be doing anything for me. Like you've got employees, right? Like, like you sent me a PDF with like 15 people that work for you. Like if they don't work for you, don't say they do, right? Like it's right. So, um, so like delegate those responsibilities and like I I will. The funniest thing was before we even launched, they were like, "Oh, we're doing like a deal for like a second campaign," and I'm like, "We haven't even done the first one. Like what the?" <laughs> I was like. I was like, let's see how the first one goes, and, and you know, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. But at this point, like, I will, I will go out of my way to tell people to stay the fuck away. <laughs> Part of my bridge, like, um, Dude, so here's, here's some drama for your podcast. That might be the title. That's gonna be the title. Here's some drama for your podcast. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like, I and it's funny because like I, you know, I, I. I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, well, like, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong and like, I'm, I'm being a dick. And then I go look at that backup report and I'm like, I know all of these people, <laughs> like, or I know most, not all of them, but I know a good chunk of them and I know where they, they come from. And it's like, 
it's it's been because I'm doing the work, and that's what it's gonna come down to. Like anybody who's doing a Kickstarter, it'll be because you're doing the work. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like I said, the only time, the only time I have ever, besides the like, this is my homie, like check out this yeah. this project, and that's. But even honestly, honestly, even that's rare. Uh, I feel like it's like me and three other people do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is my buddy's campaign. You should check it out. Like that's those are rare. It's almost always the creator. Hey, my book is live. Hey, my book is coming soon. It's I've never seen someone that's like. I, I, I take it back. There's one group. There's one group that does it. And they do it like a motherfucker. They're always hustling, uh, and that's Geek Collective. I've seen them recently just just crushing it man like they're the dude is the dude is like real um what's his name john johnny galvez johnny galvez john galvez uh he 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 is like a hustler dude he's a hustler like i i was like i forget what, how because i was like hey I, i'd like to feature you in magazine because like you you have a different perspective on the indie space like that'd be like a kind of a cool feature and um and he's like yeah anything to get like my creatives more eyes like my clients more eyes i was like oh shit okay like it wasn't even about like oh look to get me more money you see like if i can get eyes on another project that's great like so i was like all right like this dude's priorities are already in the right place like and then ever since i've been following him on twitter like he's sharing every campaign they're working on he's talking about it and it's not just like a post like check it out it's like this is what this campaign is, this is why you should check it out. Like I was like, damn, this dude's actually like putting in work. Like it's not just it's not just talk, it's not just like I'm collecting paychecks. <laughs> and they're called Geek Collective. Yeah, Geek Collective. It's a it's a dope logo. It's like a G like almost looks like a lightning bolt through it, like a GC. But that's that's the only one that I've seen and that's like recent. You know, up until now there's been no one like no, none of these supposed marketing companies and i'm just uh i just saw a post by my, my buddy jibba who who's like the the number of emails i get from uh marketing companies quote unquote when i launch a campaign i was like i bet man i bet that that's i'm like i bet i know wh wh where some of those emails are coming from yeah yeah i have um I think that's the, the thing that, that pisses me off the most is just like that there was no PR. Um, they were like, there was just no no work done beforehand. And I, I think I paid the invoice in like July or June. <laughs> I remember that conversation. Yeah. I remember um, that conversation and I remember our next conversation like a week later being like, I've heard nothing from them. Literally nothing. <laughs> uh, and. If it was me, like, I don't know. I just, like, I think about how I would have run it and I just would have been like, I, I would have been all over that. Like, I like all right, let's, like, I would have been pushing me, the client, right? Like, <laughs> to, to get me more assets. That's, like, that's hey. what I'm saying, dude. Like, the, the way I envision it, right? The way, and this is like how I do my magazine. Like, I have a list of shit that needs to get done. And it's like, once it's done, then I can check it off and now the list is shorter. Other than that, like if I don't check it off, it's in that list. So it's like for me, if, if I was in that position, if I had like three or four clients, let's say, I would just have like the campaign headers 
and it's like, cool, today I gotta work on this, 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 and this for this one. All right, cool, those are checked off. Now I gotta work for those on this one. And like, just go through the list because then you know what needs to be done and it's and then it's done. And then you go on to the next day. Like, I don't know, it just, I, I get that life, life, life's, life be life and all the time. So like things are happening. <laughs> so like, I get that. I fully understand it. That's why Catalyst didn't come out till November. Yeah. <laughs> like fully understand it. I appreciate the the severity of life. However, if you get paid to do some shit, you got to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't seem that hard for like, especially if that's the the thing you do. Like for me, like I'm about to launch it at some point soon. Like I'm gonna be launching a campaign, so like I'm gonna be doing it for myself. What I'm gonna do is if I do a good job with that, I might consider like hire myself out to people versus if I do a good job, if I execute well, and if I think I've, I, you know, hit the numbers and did everything I need to do, I'll be like, cool, I can help people with this like legitimately. Like I do it now, like from my perspective that I have, but like, I think that'll give me an additional amount of perspective and, and experience and we'll see then. But if it's like, if I do great and it's like, I fund the comic with that, let's say, let's say it just goes fucking bananas and I get enough money to buy the fucking artist like full full time like hey let's knock out this comic i don't have time for that shit <laughs> like i've got other shit going on so i will not be hiring myself out but if it's like the only shit you do you're shit <laughs> like, like i don't know man it's 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 wild for me i don't like when people like take advantage of indie creators like that because i've seen it happen a lot of times i've seen it happen with like commissions i've seen it happen with like uh a stolen art like there's a there's a book that I, I don't think i still have gotten because the dude's artist took the money and ran like is it do you hear about the um the kickstarter with uh zach howard and claire meath and they were working with um that I irish artist um it was like a zombie zombie book no um yeah something similar like that happened um i know um, I did back the project, but a good close friend of mine backed the project and um, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I just got this email from him because he knows that I know Zach. And I mean, this is like a public thing but sure. that happened, but they like, you never finished the book. They're like refunding everybody their money from like the Kickstarter and it's like in this oh, whole wow. mess. Yeah. Um, Damn. And dude just, and he's like a guy that works for like Marvel and DC, this, this other artist. I can't remember his name. He's a... He's a he's from Ireland, um, but he was like a I don't know if you ever heard about this story, but he was like a professional soccer player, like like a real good professional. Oh, like, he played for the Colorado Rapids, and then he like changed his oh, life, shit. and he like decided he was going to be a comic book artist. And he's oh, like wow. really good, like he's like a very good artist. Uh, he's not Balkan, he, is he? He's not Balkan. No, no, no. He's Irish. He's Irish. Oh uh, yeah, you said Irish. You said. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, please don't let him be one of the fucking Balkan people. Yeah, we got, we got a we got a bad rep in the world as it is, man. Don't fuck up <laughs> comics for me. No, no, no. Um, dang it, I I'll, I'll I'll send it to you some like after, but yeah, it was really like, um, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, that's like the nightmare scenario, but you can't. Yeah, it, people feel taken advantage of, and that's exactly how I feel with this whole like Ink Studio situation. I mean, it's. I like I removed their permissions from my Kickstarter <laughs> the other day, and they were like, uh, "We would, you know, upload this thing for you." Thing I was like, "That's nah, fine, I'll do it." <laughs> like, just, why? Like, are you kidding me? 
And he was like, yeah, I could do it tonight. Like, and I was just like, I, why would we do it tonight when we could do it right now? Like, I could, like, and he's like, oh, but you've removed my permissions. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did. Like, <laughs> and so I'm, I'm always considering removing their little blurb at the bottom of the, the campaign, but um, I'll hold off. But yeah, it's been... hey, I'll be honest, man. I'll be honest. I, I've seen other campaigns that have that on there. I've seen a, I mean, a bunch of campaigns that have that on there. So it's like they made money, <laughs> like they made money. Yeah. And I just don't see the work. I no, just don't see a, the work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, for somebody like, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, there was. I think I, I, I might have sent you, but like screenshots of all the campaigns where they try to use the same header and like header design oh my god the fucking headers dude i'm so mad about that i was like i gave out the same headers for free that's that <laughs> like if you're gonna do the same headers for everyone those should be free like yeah. that should be the the t that, that should be the taste that yeah. should be like hey hey uh, we noticed on your campaign you don't have headers here's a pack for free yeah next time if you need help let us know we'll, we'll work with you that's the what headers. that should have been not oh hey Here's, here's our hard work, and it's the literal same shit on so many campaigns. And I'm like, well, was, at least on at least on the one they changed the color. That was I was like, oh man, they actually changed the color on this. But that was, like was the, the one I looked at. It was the the straw that, that broke the camel's back for me, man. I, when I saw that, I was like, you have got like just coming from that space, right? Like I do design, and I know it took me. Like I, I'm not saying that the headers that I did just in protest of the ones that they sent me were good. But it took me like maybe an hour to set up the files and then just make ones and export them out and get them into, in there. Like the, the fact that you couldn't even take the time to like pick a different font. Right. <laughs> like, especially, especially since your, your book has like a unique font. It, it like, there's a, essentially that is the style guide, right? The style guide already exists. I said at the very least, it should have been like, oh, let's just grab a different font that looks a little more crystalline. Yeah, I sent them um, like our our fonts because I have like the the font that the the crystals are from just for like ease of use is a, just a slightly modified like font that is on on Adobe fonts. It's free. Like it's something that comes that you keep like used. Um, and then the like my type font, like the the copy font, right? is um, uh, another one that comes on Adobe fonts is called like Algeria or something like that. And I was like, I, I included them in the assets that I sent them. I was like, just use these fonts. Like I, <laughs> they didn't, I don't even know if they've looked at it to be honest with you. Like, um, wow. I, yeah, anyway, um, I, I sent them music to use for the video. They didn't use that. It's like, all right. It's very frustrating. Um, yeah, man. But anyway. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't get taken advantage of. Research your your marketing companies. Uh, talk to Dollar Board before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, got where I got the word. I got I got the contacts, man. I'm I talk to a lot of different creators, and I, I have to say mm -hmm. I'm really I, I genuinely do feel like appreciative that like a lot of people kind of taken like me into their confidence regarding stuff like this because it's like this is kind of like the information that i want to have like i've always said like i want to be the guy i want to be the guy when someone says i've got a guy i want to be the guy i want to be the guy that they're talking about so like that's for like this the most awkward thing too 
being the guy. Like, it's I true. Am, it's true. I've got a guy. And he's yeah, yeah, bro. I can't tell you how many times my uncle said, "Oh, I've got. I know a guy. I know a guy <laughs> down on whatever street." Like, okay. <laughs> Because like, it was oh, like it's like it's it's not like oh we're going to this auto shop oh no we're going to Hummets or whatever like yeah, yeah. you pull in and he's got like five golfs in the <laughs> chain smoking cigar cigarettes and yeah everyone's smoking the whole everyone oh my god I feel I feel like uh, I I like escaped that because I left Bosnia because I left I was like and I hate I like I always hated my mom smoking. So yeah. like I can't stand it. It's it's to the degree that uh, I noticed this the other day too, because like I, I was driving and I saw this car, and it was like a VW like SUV, like not that fucking super fancy. But I was like, oh, that's kind of a nice car. And then like a hand comes out with a cigarette, and I swear to you, the color got drabber and dingier immediately in my eyes. Immediately, yeah, like, I was like, oh, that's like a nice, like it's pretty clean, like it's you know kind of dirty out, like it's you know been raining and shit. And as soon as the hand came out, it looked like it looked ten times worse. That's funny. Like immediately, yeah. I was like, that's I, I, you know, uh, I see that way with like attractive people. You see attractive I people all the time, and they're like, boom, and then like they hold up a cigarette, and I was like, Ugh. yep, like I you ruined uh, it. You ruined the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't date, like, yeah, I couldn't date people that that smoked. But like when I was younger, I just couldn't. Do, I was like, oh, you smoke? That's weird. It's <laughs> like, a, a weird life choice. Yeah, and I think it's because of the exposure from like the the Balkan families. Like you go into their house and their whole house smells like smoke, and you're just like, why? <laughs> yeah, factual, factual, dude. Now their coffee sitting on the like in, just everyone's smoking. You're like dying. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's 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 life. That's that's how life. So life is over there, man. It's it's part of me. Part of why I like I'm like hesitant. You know, like I want to go home. I want to go visit, but it's like, do I? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do I? Because like everybody's gonna be smoking. It's gonna be like, look, I I've had Toscat Kaffa and like, I get the appeal. But that's not all I want to drink. I definitely do not just want to drink those couple for like a week while I'm in, in yeah. the ball. Dude, it's great because you have to like go to their house, right? And they're like, like, oh, you have to come. Like so that happened to me in February when I was up at there because no one had seen me in like 20 years. And they were like, oh, you, like you have to go to this person's house. And then like later that day, you have to go to this person's house. And then you're like, well, what are we going to do? Like, we're just going to sit there and drink coffee and smoke. And you're like, I'm going to tell me the same cool. story four times. Like, yeah, I was like, you know, I'll just I'll post up at a restaurant and we can do that all day. At once. And, at once. And, and, yeah, and nobody needs to like. You don't need to go out of your way to make me like five desserts. Like I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, but you got to be fed. You know, you got to be fed. <laughs> we like went over. Oh man, my uh, now it's gonna turn into the Balkan cast. But like I I went to uh, so when I was out there for my grandfather's funeral, like my you know everybody had like. My, I was there with my mom, so she was like taking me to all these different places because it was her, you know, it was her dad that passed away. And so she was like, all right, we got to go to like this family friend's house. We got to go to this cousin's house. And I was like, when am I going to see like my cousins that I like want to go see? The people that I know, the, the reason I'm here. <laughs> and it was great because like I, my cousin Dino, he, he's great. He was like, uh, he was like, let's go to a bar, man. Like, we'll, we'll just sit at the bar and we'll drink. And it'll be nice. <laughs> it's like perfect. 
and I and I think one night uh, I was like late showing up to like one of the things that my mom had planned, and uh, she called me. She's like, "Where are you?" And I was like, "I'm just at the bar having a few beers." And she's like, "You gotta get over here now. Like, we gotta visit with this neighbor." And I'm like, "Like, do I?" <laughs> Do I need to be there? Why, because, yeah, like, why do I need to visit with this neighbor who I will never see again in my life? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're sweet. They're all great people, right? Like, they're 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 going out of their way to, to like, but it's it's a different culture and it's weird when you don't grow up in it, and so yeah, it feels awkward as hell when you're there because you're like, it's un it's completely unnecessary. <laughs> like, just dude, I like, mean, like, and it's even it's even to the degree of like certain the certain people here who grew up that way and like went to like balls like balcon clubs and like that's who they hung out with that's the only people they hung out with like my my younger cousins so like in theory my younger cousins should have an even better english accent because they have been they had less time over there i think they were fucking they were like just past toddlers, dude. I swear to God, they were like five when they got here. Yeah. So, like, in my in my opinion, they should have perfect American accents. Yeah. They still have a fucking Bosnian accent because that's all they, they went to like Bosnian schools and like Muslim school and all this stuff. And it's like that's who they hung out with until like fifteen. That's weird. That's so crazy. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't forced into that shit. Like, because yeah. that, I mean. Some of my best friends have been people who are not Vulcan. <laughs> so, like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with hanging out with Vulcans, but, like, diversify, motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, you just got to have different people in your life. It can't all yep. be, you know, like, ah, dude. I was like, like, my, my, the, the one, the one friend of theirs since, like, grade school, it's the same Vulcan girl. And I was like, I've had six different best friends since since grade school. Like <laughs> I don't understand how you could have one just one person who, who you met not even at school, but like at like a Balkan thing. Like how? Fucking how? Yep. Yeah, no no. I mean I have my, my buddy Darko, he's yeah, he's from uh Sarajevo and then lived in Croatia um, during the war and then immigrated here and he's his mom, Bindana, like they were our next door neighbors. I've been friends with him my whole life, but it was like, we had the same shared experience of growing up in LA and we have the two of us, we have friends that are all Americans. And so like, we were, we were influenced by that surrounding instead right. of influencing each other and kind of like being in this weird, like feeding itself, you know? And so we were able to like, I feel like we were able to avoid a lot of the a lot of that kind of uh, upbringing where it's just like, you're constantly with Bosnians or Croatians or whatever, Serbians or Montenegrins or whoever. And right. like, we were, we still retained a lot of the language, right. but now we have accents in Bosnian or, or Croatian, you know, it's uh, like, yeah, yeah. when I'm well, out there. Like, I, was, I, was at, I, I was telling you, I went to the doctor and I was like, Dobar Dan, right? And he's like, Oh, do you want to speak Serbian or whatever? And I was like, ah, let's, let's just stick to English. I was just being polite. Like, <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be way when, easier. When I go out there, it's the same thing with, with my colors for the book. Like, Dagger, he, 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 like, wants to get better in English. So we speak in English. And, and I'm oh, like, really? I don't know if I have the vocabulary to, like, discuss complex, like, 
color theory things with you when we're talking about the pages because like I don't like I can I know the colors but I can right. tell you like how to so structure you'd be like, it. You'd be like Cerveno, I'll appreciate Cerveno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like how the fuck are you supposed to say that? That's yeah, why. That's why so, I always uh, I always tell my wife, I'm like, all this like all these like bullshit colors, like those aren't real colors. Like, th- th- there's only the colors that we have words for in, in Bosnian because like, yeah. like, it, red is red, motherfucker. Like, like, like this is red, and like the red on here is red. Like that's the same red. <laughs> and she'd be like, no, no, no. Well, that's more like a maroon. No, there's no word for maroon. <laughs> that's not a word. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's the, that's going to be interesting when, when I go back because like, we're going next year and like I'm planning on meeting Damir face to face and it's going to be weird when we're like... Are you going to bring him a book or are you going to send him one beforehand? I'm going to have to send him some beforehand. I don't want him to wait that long. I also Listen. don't know. I'm like, like, do I... Like, do I send him comps, right? Like, <laughs> I should, right? Like, that's, that's normal. Like, send him like... 10, 15 copies or something. Well, that's what I was, I was literally about to ask, but does he do shows over there? Does he do, uh, you know, is, is he doing comic book stuff over there? It's not like a, like, that market does exist over there. So yeah, yeah like, is I he doing know. conventions? If he is, then yeah, you've got to send him, yeah, yeah. you know, five, know, 10 man. copies so he can sell some shit. Or, or you also got to consider, like we just discussed, the cultural aspect of it, right? All his family is going to want a copy. <laughs> No one's gonna oh, pay no, for it. No. <laughs> like, all right, this box is for your family, and this one's for you. <laughs> this one doesn't exist. <laughs> you sell this one. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I I haven't talked to him. I don't. I know he goes to Croatia quite a lot um, for a little while. Like he was on vacation over there. Like he went, you know, that's what you do. Um, no. So I don't know. If... <laughs> that's where you vacation, correct? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if uh, if he does shows. I'll have to ask him. This is a great question because um, I know there's. I, I, actually, I don't know of any comic related shows in Bosnia, and if there are, they're not where we're from. They're probably in Sarajevo. Um, yeah, I, know I, would, I would wager so. Yeah, I, I would. I would assume there's some in um, in Croatia. There, would, there has to be in Zagreb. There has to be. There's so many. Um, I mean, there's so many Croatian comic artists that are alive now that are like so good you know you've got like yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure there's yeah. there's got to be something um there's i found a dude i don't remember how the fuck i came across him but there's like a serbian dude who put who put out a who like regularly puts out comics over there dude i came across that's the other thing i came across completely fucking randomly i was looking for something else entirely and i came across a serbian like comic like a serbian amazon like a ton, like a ton of, it's like, 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 like Kupiga or something like that. Like, it's literally like the most basic translation, which is always funny to me because it's like, that's kind of like how the culture is. Like, I always tell people like, oh yeah, we've got like a, like a Balkan shop. Like, uh, the the name of the shop is literally store. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's Prodamnica. Like, like, it's literally Prodamnica, like it's store. Konzum, do you have you seen that one? Konzum, it's like it. The word is consume, like buy. <laughs> like, like, they're all over Croatia. Dude, that's a, what I'm saying, man. Like it's it's like I don't know how how we ended up with like we have a bunch of like weird phrases and terms, and then it's like the shit, the like everyday shit is just like named the thing it is. It yeah. doesn't like 
you know, we, we here we got Jewel, you got Albertsons, like, no, we don't have that shit. We don't, it's just, it's, it's, it's just the thing that you're doing. That's so fun. Yeah, man. Fucking, fucking great. Yeah, um, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, I, I came across this dude who, like, put out, like, regularly puts out comics. Um, he's got, like, a few in English, but, like, I reached out to him, but he's got, like, seven or eight fucking books, like, um, like, major published in, in Serbia, like, and half of them are in Cyrillic, and I was like, I'd buy them if they weren't in Cyrillic. I'm like, do you have non-Cyrillic versions? Because, uh, weirdly enough, even though I le- that was, like, the first thing I learned... Uh, apparently, you know, this is what I was told by my mother. The first thing I learned to read and write was Cyrillic. Um, I barely fucking recognize it now. Barely fucking yeah. decipher it. Like, yeah, I remember. I remember vividly, like in school, learning it, but I can't remember the sounds, like the letters that are associated with it. When I hear the word and I see it in Cyrillic, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know right. why. <laughs> like, I don't know why that makes sense. Like, well, because like the information's still back there, right? Like yeah. it's 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 deep in your long term memory. Like there's a lot of stuff where like you don't know why you know certain shit, but then like you say it with like like with like a commanding authority, and then you're like, is that correct? But it's like no, no, you're correct. You knew it at some point. You learned it, but you just yeah. regurgitated it like subconsciously. Like you just say some shit, and you're like, yeah, it's because of this, and then you're like oh i guess it is because of that like you just like don't know why you knew that there's lots of shit like that man there's lots of shit like that so ultimately what's gonna happen is you're gonna have three of these three of these volumes let's call them volumes i think it might be easier uh uh three of these volumes uh are the second two gonna be like 90 pages because you said 240 240 divided by Um. Eight depends. I. Eight times three is. It depends on. Eight times three is twenty-four. Never mind. I take it back. It's eight. Eight times three is twenty-four. Yeah. My math. My math escapes me very often. (laughs) Me too. Um, Math abandons me. It depends on like what kind of extras and stuff we include. Um, But yeah, I I'm saying eighty, like roughly. It won't be less than eighty. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that's how many stories I've got. How many pages of story I've got. That's. Um, honestly, if like, if by some miracle we can do like, um, I don't know if it's like super, super successful and, or relatively successful and we can do like, I make enough off of like selling the copies, right? The extra copies. And I'm like, let's just do volume two as all of it. Just finish this off and continue. Oh, that's what you're saying. I mean, hey, like, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, that's when that's when you need to. I feel like I want you to like reach out to like people who review. Yeah, but like you don't have don't, you don't have the you don't have the final PDF. That's the thing. I was gonna say if you had the final PDF already, um, now would be the time to like get that kind of like final push. Like, throw a free PDF at, at a few people who've got like a decent following. Yep. But yeah, maybe after. Yeah, that's been the, I I know, and, and like it, but it like we can't really do it without the, like, you no, know. No, no, I, I get it, I get it, man, that's, that's the thing is, it, it's, you're doing it, you're you're like doing this live, and that's the thing, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people aren't doing it live, a lot of people aren't, or they're like, if, like next, that next time, you'll be able to send 
volume one as a PDF. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a, here's a free copy of the PDF. You want to read it? You know, yep. appreciate your thoughts on it or whatever. You know, and you throw that to a few people who've got decent followings. You get, hey, we're we're gonna be launching volume two, blah blah blah, and that's the thing. That's again, you know, I gotta give credit to Anthony Stokes. Like when I uh, featured him in Catalyst a while back, uh, one of his tips, you know, like I asked the the tips and tricks. That's funny. I don't think I finished designing that page for this latest issue. That just like hit me. I think I copied. I think I copied the answers into the page, but I don't think I finished designing it. I think um, it was just. That <laughs> just hit me. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, he. One of his tips back in the day uh, was, "Don't be stingy with your PDFs." Uh, that was his. That was his thing, and I was like, "That's that's a real. That's like a real thing." Because like again. The, the book that I followed, the Worthy Chaos Productions, um, they were like, hey, does anyone want to read read our book? And I was like, hey, I, I don't like to read it. Cool. I'm like, I'm not usually into horror stuff, but like, I like mythology. I see some mythological creatures on the cover. Bet, let's check it out. So they sent me the PDF of one and two, and I was like, oh shit, I realized one weighs one and two. Cool. I've read it. I was like, I like the story. It's interesting. Here are like some, here's like some constructive feedback. Uh, it was just like some like letter placing and stuff like that. I was like, this kind of reads weird because like you've got, you know, the answer above the question. Like it's that kind of stuff, you know, it's like li- little shit. And they were like, oh man, appreciate your feedback, blah, blah. And they were so cool about like the feedback. They even came back to me later like, hey, here's our updated version. Let me know if you see anything else. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And uh, so when when the Kickstarter went live for issue seven or whatever, because they, they were fucking going through fast. Because they gave me one and two when I think they were doing three or maybe four. And it's been like less than a year. And they're already pushing seven. I was like, they're on a fucking schedule. I like that. So I was like, let me check out seven. You know, I'll, I'll get the digital. And then it's like, because they were so cool and the PDF, like I already bought into the story. I was like, yeah, I'll get all seven. And then, oh, here's some other shit. I have some character art because I already know some of these creatures and characters that I... Cool, be cool to have trading cards of those so that's how it went up to 75 fucking dollars so it's there like the pdf like sh- not being stingy with the pdf like i think is a, is a huge huge factor in um in promoting like future projects so yeah i mean that's that's something we'll we'll you know we'll work on for you for for the next one um try, trying to think how we can get some some i mean obviously this if you guys are still here uh uh yeah. Check out uh, check out the, the Crystal Compass on Kickstarter. Um, I would I would say I would say the short code, but like I don't know if it's gonna be live after they hear this. <laughs> Whatever, but it's not use um, that many. Um, so it, yeah, yeah. It there is a um, there's twelve page preview. Obviously, we talked about earlier. Um, it's, that's free. You can read it. Um, gives you a little bit of a taste. So. You yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I've got some recommendations for who to send that to uh, and just like a little PDF or whatever uh, so they don't have to go to the site. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah. have like a whole pitch packet <laughs> that would give them all the info. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Dude, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, I've got, I've got a few people that you can send that to. Yeah. Um, hopefully we get, get a little more traction and... Uh, get this get this bad boy across the across the finish line i mean 19 days is a lot of time that's that's uh over two weeks a lot yeah. of things can happen in two weeks and uh, yeah. 
you know, it's a, it's a great way to like get something for yourself before Black Friday, before you yeah. lose all your money to the mega corporations. Yeah. You know, support the little guy. Yeah. Support the you little can, guy and pick up the Crystal Compass. Coffee at thirty-five. We already discussed this. It's it's a good price point. It's a great price point, bro. Yeah. Like for again, again for a hardcover. When you came to me, you're like, I think it's gonna be hardcover. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, well, because it's funny, because I looked into it, and I, when I was looking at hardcover pricing, I, again, like, like I was using, like, a quote calculator, but I, the, the quote that I had was from when we were going to do the whole thing, the whole, oh, right, right. like, and I was like, I can't do, I, it was like, it's going to be, like, way too expensive, there's no way, I was like, I have to do a soft cover, and then I went to, like, re-quote, because, like, my quote had expired, and I was like, what? I was like, this is going to be, like, five, six bucks a, a book, and I was like, uh, wait a minute. And that was the soft cover price. And then I like went and looked at the hardcover price. I was like, we totally did this soft cover. It's like, it's already worked into the budget. Let's go. That's awesome, man. That's great to so, hear, dude. But then, like, but, then, but, then, but then you need to understand that you absolutely have to do the collected edition as hardcover. There's yeah. no option anymore. Flip case. <laughs> oh, man. I have a dude. I have a really dude. Cool... Like a book, like a, a not a, not a book, but a, like a, a box for the, campaign is huge i'm not gonna lie that's, that's a huge i got the, got a couple the of those book, there's a, like a space for the ship and like the base it's all <laughs> we get a little ahead of ourselves but that yeah, would be dope. we're gonna get there we're gonna get there we're gonna get there the deluxe edition <laughs> the deluxe edition yeah man, you know, we're gonna like, get there I, I love all that stuff but like at the core of it like i and i think i talked about this last time like i do really want a publisher to pick up this book i don't want to get caught in like the kickstarter cycle um so it would be nice to be involved with you know that's why i have a pitch packet right like i want to get involved with with the like i i would love for this book to be picked up by somebody like titan or yeah um magnetic so man nice. magnetic um hit these, hit these like, people up bro hit these people up i would what are they called they, magnetic press magnetic magnetic-press.com um not not sponsored or anything. Uh, they just make dope <laughs> shit that I spent a lot of fucking money on. <laughs> but they all they do a ton of. Um, it's uh, I think all of their all of their like major campaigns are hardcover. Um, wow. I'm sure you've I'm sure you've heard of where is it? Oh, some these are these are double sided uh, d- these are double sided uh, cards. I'm sure you've heard of this book. Claw. It's the, oh there's there's the other side this this image. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen this image. And it's like the yeah, when they did this, they, there's four volumes. They're, they're right oh, up there. Oh, they're in Chicago. Most No shit. I didn't even know that. It says Chicago, Illinois. Boy. <laughs> this uh, sounds like boy. an in-person interview is coming soon. <laughs> I'm gonna bust the door down. Because most of the, that whole top shelf is almost entirely magnetic books, bro. Like the whole top oh. shelf there on the indie section, almost entirely magnetic books. So like they they make dope dope shit with like really good accessories. I mean like these fucking challenge coins. I think this is from the yeah this is this one's from the look at these challenge coins, bro. Look at these challenge coins. That's dope. I thought like, about they make doing... these with a bunch of the campaigns. This was from the from the uh, uh, my, uh, magnetic con or whatever they called it. But yeah, they they make challenge coins for all this stuff. This is from a different one. Uh, but like theirs are theirs are super solid. But like. Yeah, this is from the Monkey King. I like this one. I have a lot of fucking challenge coins now. <laughs> That's but like, dope. it's even got a like a see-through piece. Yep. Like, sick, 
sick stuff, man. Like they make really good stuff, really quality books. Oh, I think I know what it is. I think I just like it just hit me. I was I was thinking it was uh, the 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 book out there might be the uh, Black Box Chronicles, but I don't think it is. I think it's actually the uh, Frankenstein and Dracula. These books. Wow, that they cool. reprinted in like beautiful black and white, but the <clears throat> the edging is done in like foil. Nice. I really I think it's that one. I'm now now even more excited to open that box. I'm gonna go live after this and open open all the shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up here. I'm gonna I'm I'm really trying to like keep a little more organization to these. We're gonna cut it here at two hours. I think that's a reasonable amount of time for a podcast, and. uh We'll, uh, we'll we'll try to try to stay on topic more. Uh, although I feel like everything was re- reasonably tangential, reasonably yeah. tangential. Yeah. Uh, thank you again, sir, for hanging out. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your work. Because uh, I'm super Thanks excited for, for having this. me. I love this. Why don't you hit the people with uh, the socials and and where they can find you? And of course, make you guys make sure to check out the Crystal Compass on Kickstarter. Yep. Uh, the easiest way to get ahead. A hold of the Crystal Compass is just thecrystalcompass.com. If you want to find anything by me, it's at illustrations by Hamza, H-A-M-Z-A, on TikTok and Instagram. I don't really do anything else. Um, I've got like more of a private Facebook, but um, just Hamza Petrinkovich on Facebook. Um, nothing too crazy there. If you, um, yeah, and if you need to find the the Kickstarter is just uh, the Crystal Compass. I don't know if we should share the, uh, the shortcut, but it's inked.pub slash the Crystal Compass. Um, yep, that's it. It's uh, you got 19 days left. Get yourself a book. Yes, and this this will be <laughs> dropping on Thursday, so you will have 15 days left. 15 days. Make left. sure you Sorry. get on top of that. Make sure you get on top of that uh yeah if it's not across the border by thursday then help get it across that finish line so we can get this dope book in our hands that's right thank you so much sir you were very welcome thank you all for watching thank you for listening we'll see you in the next one